Deborah Maris, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. Hey there, this is Kat, and welcome to my live podcast. Uh, I'm excited to have another special guest today. Uh, so if you are a solopreneur or entrepreneur or startup, this is a great podcast for you to tune into um, because Keishala Pettit, who is my guest today, is CEO of About Action Now. And what she does is she helps solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and startups, she helps them with common pitfall problems that they run into when starting their business or as they progress and grow their business. And um, I met Keishla through LinkedIn, the power of LinkedIn. Yay! And uh, when we had our conversation, she was so energetic and vivacious that I said, you need to be on my podcast and I want you to share this uh, wealth of information that you have shared with me. And so I'm excited to have her, uh, come on. Before I bring her on, just some uh, some quick tips before we get started is, hey, if you're watching me live, make sure you drop a comment. Let me know that you're watching me live or on the replay and let me know where you're coming in from because I love learning uh, from the areas that you're coming in from and I love to uh, look and see where the various people at, or you guys are tuning in from and so I appreciate that. But it's not social media if we don't drop a comment. So if you have any questions, drop them as well. And then Keishla can address those as we progress through this podcast. So without further ado, let me bring on Keishla to the podcast. Hey, Keishla. Hi, Kat. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Awesome. Now, um, where are you coming in from? I'm from Richmond, Texas, so it's like a suburb of Houston. Yes, yay. Now, I'm originally from Houston. Yay. I think I I think I mentioned that to you when we you first chatted. And so I can relate. Um I'm not a big fan of the humidity, but you know, some people do and some people don't. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about, can you give us a little background about, you know, who you are and how you became the entrepreneur that you are today? Sure. So I've been an entrepreneur probably a couple times over, maybe more than a couple, uh, but I'm the founder of About Action Now. And so I founded a training and development company that provides leadership training, growth experiences, and inspired merch, um, so that's kind of what I do. I do training and development uh, for creatives and entrepreneurs. And I left my corporate job in 2018 to help entrepreneurs and creatives develop winning strategies for uh, success in business and personal success. And yeah, no one told me that the real challenge would be working alone. 
Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So before we get into your entrepreneur role, I have just a quick question because I always love to relate to everyone that's uh, tuning in. So what made you become an entrepreneur? You know what it creative, having the ability to exercise my creativity and my ideas is what was most attractive to me about uh, entrepreneurship. I had worked for employers before, and I've always found something that I wanted to add that I thought could make it better. And sometimes for various reasons, uh, you're limited in your ability to do that, maybe because that's not the vision of the person um, the leader at the time, or, you know, maybe they want to go in a different direction, but that creative control and that ability to just exercise what I think are really good ideas was something that was very attractive to me. Yes. And as I got further in my career, I think the thing that really was uh, attractive to me was not having a cap on my income. You know, no matter what employer you work for, there's a salary like a range, right? There's this minimum. And then there's this top and, yep. <laughs> Why should I be limited? Why should I be limited? So that that's what made me want to be an entrepreneur. I hear you. I love it. I love it. And um, I think I um, gave you a little background of mine, but my venture into entrepreneurship was haphazardly. I always tell people I haphazardly became an entrepreneur because I was definitely corporate. I drank the Kool-Aid. I mean, I guzzled that Kool-Aid. You know, I was so fed into it that I believed that foundation and I was loyal to it. But then when it was time for me to get to the next level, which was the second to the highest level, um, just wasn't in the it wasn't in the you know the notes or the words and it wasn't in my calling so I was like you I was like never in my life will I ever let someone control my destiny it's not you know that I need that for myself and I I built myself to get up to that level and for one person to hold me back Mm -hmm. I just it's just terrible, you know, mm-hmm. just absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. Well, awesome. Um, I, you know, I think as we talked and before we, I said, Hey, let's come on. We had a lot of relatable, um, background. And so I guess let's talk about some of the challenges you had because I will share mine, but what are sure. some of the challenges that, that made you think like, this is a business model. I need to help others. You know, what's funny, before, you know, I said that I was an entrepreneur many times over. And so one of the businesses that I had before was the same thing. It was helping entrepreneurs, but it was a totally different model. And it was really built on um, connecting volunteer opportunities with entrepreneurs because I believe in service. And I think that's a model that a lot of entrepreneurs don't take. Uh, They're already serving, but they're not connecting. So that was kind of that business. When I started back, so I did that business and then um, uh, because I got laid off from corporate and then I went back. Right. So I went back and I was in corporate and I was doing the very the coaching, the executive. I work with some of the project directors on these billion dollar projects and I was coaching teams. I was facilitating uh, new projects, million dollar projects that were coming together, getting the project teams to align uh there were so many things that I was, I was doing this already, but I was doing it in corporate. And what I thought was really attractive was bringing this to the smaller business owner or the person who 
isn't working for a fortune two that like they don't have fortune 200 company assets and yet they still need to be able to implement these strategies to grow their business uh, that right. was very attractive to me um so i i'm sorry tell me the, what was the question again because i your challenges what were the challenges that you were up against mm-hmm. to to that that you were like um you know everybody else is probably coming up against these you know when mm-hmm. they start a business so you know um so i would let me just share mine because i mean i mine sure. mine is so prevalent and i mean even though i've been in business nine years now i remember what it was like to start out and i remember how uh, and then probably for me, it's so memorable because I never even imagined myself being an entrepreneur. I never imagined it, you know, and I, and I have a military background and I always say, you know, military people have some gump to them, right? They, because they can handle anything. I'll tell you what, like even me with a military background, it crippled me. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I was emotional. I cried. I gained weight. I drank i mm-hmm. um you know was working too much so mm-hmm. a lot of things that really were unhealthy as a startup as an entrepreneur but it was because i did it alone right i did it alone and i thought that i could manage it and do it and so like some of the challenges um that i incurred were nobody to go talk to right nobody to confine in and someone to talk to that's not going to judge you Mm-hmm. or or someone to talk to that is not going to try and sell you something they're going to really advise you and and counsel you and guide you right counsel yeah. and guide you and give you that strength that you need you know so that was probably a number 1 and then two is just learning the fundamentals understanding and knowing that you're going to do it all guess what you're going to do it all and you have to figure out how to do it all well what is all what is all? Nobody knows what all is until you get into it and start doing accounting, right? Mm-hmm. Hiring, managing. I mean, there's so much to a business, especially if you do want to scale and grow. So mm-hmm. those were challenges that I encountered that I thought as a corporate person, I could easily adapt to. But no, it's a different mindset. It's a totally different mindset, you know? You're so right, Kat. So, so some of the, so as when it comes to being a solopreneur, uh, the challenges that I really faced early on was the first one was missed deadlines. You know, unlike my corporate job, there was no one who was waiting on my deliverable to do something. Uh, there was, there was no one who was going to, if I didn't get it done, there was no one who was going to come down my neck or write me up or <laughs> there was none of that. Even though I didn't have that stuff going on when I was in corporate, I'm just saying there was no threat of that. There's yeah. only me. And so what I found is that I gave myself a lot of deadline extensions. I was <laughs> like, oh, you know what? One more week, two yeah. more days. And, and over time, with what, what what's happening there is you have too many deadline extensions and that becomes inconsistency, right? And so my business wasn't performing as it should when it should have, yep. right? I was just pushing things out. And so that's one of the first uh, pitfalls uh, that I ran into. Okay, so let me add to that because you really, you said something that just really tapped into my first two weeks as an entrepreneur. So my first two weeks as an entrepreneur, you know, I quit. The next day I got up, I'm an entrepreneur. Yay. (laughs) And so um, 
I get up, I'm an entrepreneur. And so now I have my entrepreneur hat. I go to my kitchen table because that's my new office. And I'm sitting there and I have my laptop and I'm ready to start business. You know, granted, I already did the website. I did, you know, I did my foundation because I was preparing for my exit, right? I took a year to prepare. So I said in 2014, I started my company. I started to lay out all the foundation in 2015. I quit. So now in 2015, I quit my job. I get up. And the biggest thing over me was that accountability was I couldn't shrug off that corporate feeling because in corporate America, you report to such and such and such and such Mm -hmm. and such and such. And they tell Mm -hmm. you that we need this by this day, this by this day, and this by this day. So you're being told and held accountable by several people. Mm -hmm. And, and you're just, you know, you know, that military of me kicks in and I just, you know, follow the commands, right? Mm -hmm. Follow the commands. Now that I'm on my own, it's just me. And and so Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Mm -hmm. I knew exactly what to do, right? I knew Mm -hmm. exactly what to do, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't mm-hmm. shrug off that corporate feeling for two weeks. It took two weeks for me to shrug that off. Once I shrugged it off, girl, I took off. I no. I had a plan. I created a plan, right? Mm-hmm. I needed to create a plan. I needed to create a how many yeah. people am I going to contact? What am I going to do? What's my goal for this week? What's my goal for next week? So yeah. I personally was going to hold myself accountable, right? Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, I have to just... Just a second ago, you said, I founded my company on this quote, if you will. And that is knowledge without action is useless. And what I found is most people know what to do. There's no question about what needs to be done. That's very rarely the thing, right? When it comes to, I'll pick something that's simple that we can all relate to, which is like uh, people who want to get healthier. Okay, you eat healthier. Maybe you exercise regularly. Like we know what to do. It's not the what, it's the doing. (laughs) That is the hard part. And that is what about action now. That's what my company addresses is all of the support that you need to make it happen. Um, And what what was the quote again? Knowledge? Knowledge without action is useless. You know? Okay. I love so, it. So we have to be about action. And that is, uh, I provide the tools, support services for people to get it done. Yep. That's yep. what it's all about. Yep. And so to me, I think, especially in the beginning and the primal beginning stages, you know, mm-hmm. and for everybody, beginning is different to everyone because, again, I was fortunate enough uh, to work a whole year, right? And build. Mm-hmm my business before I exit. Okay. Not Mm -hmm. everybody has that luxury, right? Mm -hmm. Not everybody has that luxury. So for me, my beginning was when I quit my job and it was a hundred percent me. It wasn't when I was building it and planning it for Mm -hmm. other people, you know, their, their situation could be different. They could Mm -hmm. be doing two, two things and it's their side hustle, right? right? As they're building it, but it's just as important. If it's a side hustle It's just as important because if you don't, if you don't hold yourself accountable, if you don't do the fundamental things, it will not grow your business, right? It's well, yeah. not going to move the dial, you know? Yeah. So, so the other thing for me was guidance in, you know, when I, you know, and I got burnt on a lot of things I did. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs do because it's one of those things, you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know what you don't know. And everybody has an opinion, right? So, mm-hmm. so when everybody has an opinion, 
um, everybody's going to come to you with different voices and, you know, different experiences. So it's really good to come to an expert who can source out multiple people's opinions and and thoughts and things and then feed you some options because that's all somebody needs is options. So, you know, for instance, like when I was, when I was thinking about the accounting part of it, because count accounting is a big deal. Mm -hmm. I did it on my own for a while. And I was very, very fortunate to meet an accountant who trains you on quick QuickBooks and then sets you off, right? There Mm -hmm. you go, little birdie. And then she charges per consultant if you have questions and what have you. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I never had known her or her met her, I probably would have overpaid some accountant to do my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, before I could afford before you could it. afford it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't, I don't know if that is like something, a challenge that you have come up against that helping solopreneurs. Yeah. Uh, I have with solopreneurs, you know, just trying to uh, do not knowing the point at which they should outsource is a very common, like, am I big enough yet? Or am I still supposed to be doing this myself? Um, that is one very common, um, just knowing when to take that jump, when it's time to hire a person, when it's time to hire a team. Um, but I tell you, that's one of the things that really helps entrepreneurs get it together. Um, when you get a team, one of the other uh, pitfalls that I warn solopreneurs about is um, having narrow perspective or assumptions. Okay. You know, when we talk about working with other people or working amongst the team, there's usually someone there to kind of be a bounce, a, a bouncing board or, you know, a sounding board, if you will, you say something and they're like, well, you know, they don't know. And they question it. They make you thinking about it a little, a little further, or perhaps they add to the idea, like, that's cool. How about this? And so there's this play that goes back and forth that gives you an opportunity to really think about what it is that your plans or what you're going to do. And we miss out on that and hiring a team even if you're just hiring someone part-time, you know, just going to work with you, having a team kind of provides you that bit of accountability, that bit of uh, feedback and perspective that you can't get otherwise. So that's definitely one of the things that I recommend for a solopreneur. Um, It's just to have, even if it's someone part-time, if they can't afford to, to hire a team. There are other things uh, too that you can do if you can't afford a team, you know? Yeah. Okay. So another uh, big, big, big challenge um, um, entrepreneurs come into, and I came into it in probably the excessive amount, okay, mm-hmm. is time management and um, <laughs> managing my time, you know? So I, I couldn't turn it off. I, you know, I was mm-hmm. doing it all the time, which mm-hmm. really isn't healthy in a relationship, right? Uh, or even if you're not in a relationship, it's just not healthy. Mm-hmm. But there are other people that don't manage your time and don't get d- shit done. I say just right. get shit done. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they don't get shit done. And they put it on that to-do list and it goes to the next week and the next week and the next week. Yes. So do you want to talk a little bit about, because time management is a big deal. It's for anybody, you know? Oh man. You know, when I talk about one of the reasons that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I totally missed out on one of the main reasons. And that really was to make my own schedule. I wanted to have time flexibility, you know? And so when I went, when I decided, you know, I'm going to do this, there were things that I said that I wanted to do, right. I wanted to work out regularly. You know, I, I wanted to make that fit into my schedule. I wanted to spend more time with my family. Um, I wanted to travel more. There were so many things that I 
wanted to fit into my schedule once I had my own, uh, once I could control my time. Yep. And what was difficult though, is starting a business is not an easy feat and it is something that is time consuming. So if you are not careful with your time, then you will totally lose sight of it. Um, either on the end, you're working too much or on the end that you're uh, spending too much time doing some of that other stuff and not enough time for working. Um, so that is one of the major, major pitfalls that I think every solopreneur, particularly when they first start, they kind of struggle with. I think even if they are seasoned at, you know, just being on target, just the, the structure change and having to you you now get to choose. That is a big step. And sometimes you, you know, it's, it's just a struggle that, um, that balance. And so what I recommend entrepreneurs do. Yeah. Track your time. That's Just right. Track it. When you first start out, don't make any judgments about yourself. Don't be harsh on yourself about how long something took you to do. When you're first starting out, track your time. Just, tr and you, and I have to reset every so often and do this again, because it tells me so much about why I'm at the stages that I'm at Mm -hmm. various points of my life. So tracking your time and, and, and watching out for how you're spending your time yep. is the best thing you can do for um, being successful. And that's both business and personally. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, another big challenge for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs is, and I run into this a lot, is really understanding what it is and who it is that they're serving. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and this is a big deal when it comes to marketing, because I don't care if you spend not a dime. Okay. If you're targeting at the wrong person with your personal energy, going to different networking events or yeah. uh, external events, you know, you know, whether they're farmer markets or whatever, if you don't understand the problem you're solving, right? Mm -hmm. And how mm -hmm. to relay that and who it's targeted to your best target, right? That's a big challenge. That's a huge challenge. Okay. That's a, that's a huge <laughs> challenge. And, and, and you know what I'll say to encourage, I'll say this to entrepreneurs too, is some of these challenges are challenges when you first start out. And then as we evolve, they become challenges again. Yep. So we have to stay ever vigilant to make sure that we're on the right track. And so, yeah, I love that you say that um, because that is a huge challenge is figuring out, you know, there's a lot of figuring out that happens uh, when we start out in, into business. Um, I'll just ask you, since I have an expert uh, in marketing right here, what would be the number one tip that you would have? As I find myself re-evolving, what, what would yep. be the number one tip you have for figuring out who that audience is and making sure that the content is relevant to them? Yeah, you always examine who your current client base is, okay? The go-to, who feeds you, right? I always uh, work with a lot of clients who tried to go to a top tier, right? Oh, mm -hmm. these are who I mm -hmm. want. Okay, but that's not who feeds you. Mm -hmm. So, and you can have two audiences, right? But who feeds you is you profile them, you examine them, you have a little longer conversation with them and kind of ask them questions, right? Because they're your client anyway. So you're, you're just probing them. And then what you're doing is you're creating an avatar of that ideal target. And so it'll be a little general. So like, let's say women entrepreneurs who are between 30 to 60, you know, that's my target audience. Those people I love, I love working with them. And that's the other thing. It has to align with, you know, 
you and your personality and who you are. Because if you're targeting, let's say that that's who you love, but you're targeting men, and then you get all these men, and you're like, I don't, oh my, I don't even want to serve them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bashing men. <laughs> no, I, I I get that because yeah. You're you're absolutely right. I love yeah. that cat. But you know, but again, someone like you, it's just talking it through. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And examining it, you know? Mm-hmm. And and you like you said, you keep examining it. You do it every mm-hmm. six months, you do it every year, whatever mm-hmm. feels good for you. But I tell you what, it will save you money. And it's always to have a non-biased person. It's it's always great because they're going to be non-judgmental and they're going to poke, poke at you and say, okay, well, how old is that person? Okay. Well, what does that person look like? Are they married? Do they have kids? You know? So, you know, it's things like that. For some people, it's easier because like, let's say a plumber, it's zip codes, right? Zip codes, because that's where they serve, right? Mm -hmm. Homeowners, Mm -hmm. zip codes. So, So for some businesses, it's easier than for others, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, but again, this is where a consultant comes into play where it com- becomes powerful and it really helps you hone in and grow your business. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then the other point um, that you kind of mentioned that I love, love, love is the ability to be consistent, you know? So when you do inconsistent things, you get inconsistent results, right? Yes. <laughs> and that's the same in marketing. So I know it's the same in regards to building your business, right? When you build your business, if you're not consistent, you're going to get inconsistent results. And that's yes. not what anybody wants. Yes. And I'll tell you, um, too, as a solopreneur, I think it's easy to be inconsistent because yes. you are the butcher, the baker and the candlestick maker. As they say, because you're doing all of this, you know, um, everything's vying for your attention. It's so easy um, to be inconsistent. But there are tools out there, again, to help. There are just some natural tools that fit in to really hold and support an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, I should say, in a place of comfort where uh, all of these things are kind of addressed. Um, and so exactly. that the environments that um, we create at About Action now, for sure. We know. Absolutely. We know the Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I guess the thing I would share with anybody tuning in is you, if you like people may ask, well, how do you know you're being consistent? Well, what's the ROI and consistent? It's easy. If you're being consistent, always consistent, you're going to see a return Mm -hmm. and maybe it's a longer return, but you will see it. I promise. I promise. I I promise. Promise. 100% agree with you. You know, uh, I've I've talked about, you know, um, all of the time, you know, people pushing things back, you know, just keep missing deadlines. That being a, one of the pitfalls that solopreneurs fall into, you know, I've talked about having those narrow perspective and assumptions and, and you kind of mentioned the poor time management, you know, we talked about that. But the other thing that I would actually say is a, is a thing is spontaneous plan changes. Um, we create a plan. We're like, this is what I'm going to do. You know, this is what I'm going to do. And then it doesn't work. Uh, and then we just change. We haven't yes. even followed the plan all the way through. And this gets back to what you were talking about just a second ago, that consistency, having a plan, following that plan all the way through. Sometimes when we work by ourselves, you know, there's no one again to say, you know, well, this isn't what the plan that we said. You're, we're just changing it as we go. And so that consistency, um, 
I think solopreneurs are, are, are more prone to just making spontaneous plan changes because yep. there's no one to, to no team to uh, update, you know, they can just make it on a whim. And so often we do, and we miss out on that consistency for sure. Yeah. And I'll tell you why people do that because I run into that a lot. Mm-hmm. Instant gratification. Ooh. Everybody wants instant. I'm sure you hear this a lot. Instant mm-hmm. gratification because the reality is if you're consistent, I promise it pays off. You just have to be patient. You have yes. to be so very, very, very patient. And the people that are impatient are the people that make those spontaneous changes. Yeah. And I will tell you what, they're going to burn through their money really, really fast. For sure. You know, I'll, I'll say this too. Um, you, you talked about, you know, people uh, being wanting instant gratification or just uh, moving really quickly. One thing I will share with people who maybe some of your viewers and listeners who haven't started their business, but they're thinking about it is that it's very important that you go ahead and start because there's going to be some stuff that you're going to learn that you only can learn once you've started. It, the lesson doesn't come until you start. And as you start, you're like, oh, you know, you learn some stuff and you're able to modify and we're meant to modify, but just, you know, not sticking with our initial plan on this whim, you know, that, that can't be done, but it's so important to get started. Yes. I I just, I can't recommend that enough. You know, I think about when I first started my business until now and how many, you know, some things, there were some offerings that I could offer that I wasn't offering. And because my client needed it, I provided it. And that was one of their favorite things. And I'm like, oh, I should add this to my offerings, you know, but other than that, I was not even offering it. So, you know, earlier when you talk about listening to your customers, you know, yep. letting that kind of direct you doing a little bit of that, but also, you know, get started. That's that. I, I can't leave here without telling people get started. You're going to learn some lessons that you're going to be able to incorporate. Just don't be on a whim, follow your plan, but get started. Get yeah. Started. I think some, some good warning signs that a solopreneur or entrepreneur or startup should think about in regards to contacting someone like you is if they're saying to themselves, why is this happening to me? Why am I not seeing this or this? Or I don't understand why I can't make this work. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You got this. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. I, I, you know, I the people that I can provide the most value to are the people who kind of know they know what they want the outcome to be. Mm-hmm. And it's the the in between the making yep. that outcome a realization. That's where I if you're if you're struggling and you feel stuck, yep. not sure, can't quite point that out. You know, that's where we can really provide value. And, and the other thing, you know, I work with a lot of small business owners who have teams, and they're looking to build a culture that that's not currently existing in their teams. Uh, they know what they want. They they know the culture they desire, a leadership culture. You know. Every you know they know what they desire, but it's not in there yet. And yep. I can help them. Uh, I can help them build that. So that's that's where we really provide value. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so as we wrap this up, are there any last ex- inspiring words or anything you want to share with our audience here? 
The only thing that I would share is what I started out with, with, which is knowledge without action is useless. So what that means is if there's anything that you've heard today, whether that was something that Kat said, you know, about listening to your customers or whether it was something uh, that we talked about, about avoiding, you know, making spontaneous changes, missing deadlines, act on it act on it um, because that's the only way that it becomes useful to you. If you get the desire to make a change, start small, start with the very smallest thing. Um, and if you ever, you know, need help or support, well, you got people like Kat and myself who, you know, ready to help you go to that next step. For sure. But you have a special offer for a, a free tool, right? You have I a free do. Tool. Okay. I do. I talked about time tracking and the importance of that. And I have a free time tracker. This time tracker is usually I sell it in my shop for $10. Um, and it allows you to see, you know, there's these categories and you can customize to fit what you what your uh, lifestyle is like, and you can see how you're using your time. This tracker works if it's if you want to manually write it out. Maybe you don't have access to a computer during the day. It works like that. You can print it, or you can use it uh, right there in your laptop. But it's a great time tracker, and it really helps you get a handle on what you're going to do. And the other thing I've included for your viewers is access to a 10-day video guide on how to make better use of your time. It kind of walks you through how to create a custom time management system system for you. Um, so yes, that's one of the tools that I, I would love to share with, with you and your viewers. Okay. So how do they, how does everybody get a hold of you? So if you're looking for me, you can always, uh, reach me by telephone. So I'm going to tell you that cause I'd love calls, um, 281-236-2919, or you can go to our website, uh, www.aboutactionnow.com. Uh, we're updating that. So be patient as you'll see changes uh, go through, but you can always reach us there or email at info at aboutactionnow.com. Okay. And I'm going to put that in here. Um, you're about in the comments. So yes, we'll have that as well. Okay. We have that link to the special offer or um, yes, I can put that as well too. Okay. Awesome. So this link that I'm including in the comments, that is for the special offer. So if you just click on that, it's available to you. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, Keisha, Keisha I don't want to say your Keisha name. <laughs> I, I am so thrilled to have you on my show. I appreciate your time and all the wealth of information that you have shared with everyone. Um, it, I'm also going to encourage all my followers to continue to watch this and if they have any questions to drop a line in the comment and then we'll tag you so that you get pinged whenever there's any questions or comments or anything like that that way you can address them and um, if anybody wants to get a hold of you again those are in the comments below so please make sure that you reach out for sure if you're needing help thank you so much for joining me today Kat, thank you. Thank you for all that you do for us entrepreneurs out there and just spreading your special love, light, and joy with us. Um, it's really appreciated. Thank you for having me. 
Absolutely. Okay. Thank you for joining me on Stand Out and Grow and tune in to next week as we have another guest and help you stand out and grow your business. So until next time, you got this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutandgrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear, so please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this podcast so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got this. Advertise helps businesses stand out and grow with affordable advertising options. We will help you make good business decisions so you can save money and not just throw it against the wall to see if it sticks. Get your free strategic advertising analysis today so you can see the opportunities to stand out and grow your business. Visit www.standoutandgrow.com offers page to learn more.